is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. everyone, and welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. Now, for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week, we have an amazing guest for you, Amanda Lauren, and we'll be watching Season 3, Episode 11, entitled Running with Scissors. Now, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. Have you guys heard about Audible? Okay, so whatever you're looking for, Audible has audiobooks for every passion. Get two audiobooks for free when you start today. And you can start your free 30-day trial of Audible by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash audible and you get two audiobooks to keep whether you sign up or not. All right, so go check it out. Cheers. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts. So head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you actually like the show and you want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. Aching. Just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos. Click on the Amazon logo to the left and start shopping. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 11, titled Running with Scissors. And today, I have the lovely Amanda Lauren. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. So Lauren, Amanda Lauren... (laughs) <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Um, I co-host a podcast called Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About with <laughs> Allie Levine, who's a stylist. Um, and I write for different websites. I have a blog. It's Amanda Lauren. I'm also a stand-up comedian, and I do sketch, and I don't sleep. So <laughs> that's that's what I do. I'm also launching a new pod. Actually, it will probably be the same day this comes out, called Pieta Terrible. Oh, what's that about? It's about design. It's a humorous look at the design world because I started writing about home and decor for Forbes. And I'm like, everyone just takes this way too seriously. I suck at DIY. It's like, don't I what? I I don't like at all. So it's sort of a fun, informative, interesting look at that. And I'm about to record tomorrow with a very big dream celebrity guest for the first episode. I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to jinx it. But if you like Sex in the City, you will just, you've watched her show on Bravo before. That's all I have to say. Oh, nice. Well, now, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to tune in. You have to. I'll tell you who it is when we're not recording. Okay. <laughs> it's major. Super excited. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming. Now, what's your background with Sex in the City? I have watched every episode multiple times. I grew up on the Upper East Side. Like, when it was cool, 
I mean, it's still cool, but not like what it was. I think like, I love that the show captures a very different time in New York. And I like legit grew up in the city. Like people say they grew up in New York and they're like, oh, but I'm from Short Hills, New Jersey. No, you're not from New York. <laughs> I grew like, I legit grew up in New York, uh, went to an all girls school, very gossip girl. I hate to say that. It's so obnoxious, but it's true. Can't That's help fine. it. Yeah. Um, and I love, everyone loves sex in the city. How could you not love? I mean, if I didn't love it, why would I be doing this podcast? There'd be something really, I really, if I didn't love it, I'd be even thirstier than I already am. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. I do love Gossip Girl, though. I love that show. So the fact that you went to a school like that, I think is cool. <laughs> it, it, I know everyone thinks it's cool. I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's okay. I do love it. I can. Whatever. Can't change the past. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk about this episode. Um, we'll just do like a recap and then we'll get into some segments. Awesome. Um, yeah, so much happened in this episode. So much. Ooh, um, it starts out with Big and Carrie. <laughs> Getting it on in a hotel room. It was so, like, the perfect – I haven't watched – like, I hadn't watched it in a while, Rewatched it. And I'm like, oh, this was the perfect way to start it out. And they go from, like, beautiful hotel rooms to, like, shitty Holiday Inn <laughs> is nice compared to this. Like, you don't see little bed bugs running around, but, like, there could be. Well, I feel like this was before, like, the whole bed bug epidemic, right? True. So they weren't worried about that <laughs> then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and they just get more and more annoyed with each other. Oh, my God. It's like, why are they even having sex at the end? By the end of the episode, like, you're like, yeah, you guys shouldn't be sleeping together. No. You're terrible. Especially not while well, he's married and she's yeah. dating Aiden. I think, was she engaged to Aiden? No, not point? yet. Okay. Not yet. This is the first time they're dating. Oh, yeah. so bad. We'll see him again in season four. Yeah. Um, seedier and seedier hotels. Um, then Carrie finally decides to tell Because Mar- at this point, only Samantha knows about the affair. And she's not judging because she's Samantha. Yeah. And then she's having sex with everybody, yeah, apparently. Everyone. <laughs> um, but she decides to tell Miranda finally. And um I actually thought Miranda took it really well. What was her reaction again? It was just like, uh, hand me a cigarette. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I I just I need a minute. Well, she's not surprised. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, because she knows Carrie so well. I always felt like she was really the closest to Carrie out of all of them. I agree. Like, they're really besties. They would be bays had they used Bay when Sex in the City was, like, <laughs> you know, in production. Yes, totally. Uh, I, I do agree with that. I think Carrie and Miranda are the closest out of all the other girls. Um, but, yeah, she I, – I think you're right. I think she's not really surprised by it. Um I think Miranda says, or Carrie asks, does he only want me because he can't have me? And Miranda's like, yeah, totally. I mean, it's people are like that. I think everyone wants what they can't have. Whether, like, it's someone you're sleeping with or you're at a restaurant that has Italian food and you're like, I could have gone for sushi. Yeah, totally. The grass is always greener. It is always greener. Um, okay. So also, 
yeah. So Miranda now knows, and now Charlotte's the only one that knows. And Charlotte at this point is— Oh, this is—, this is Charlotte has a moment. <laughs> getting ready Many. for her yeah. wedding. Um, yeah, let's—okay. Oh, let's go to Samantha first. So Samantha <laughs> is, I guess, at a bar by herself, just like cruising for men. Meets a dude. <laughs> Tom Ramey, <laughs> who apparently is the male Samantha— I guess. I'm trying to think of a poor man, like the Samantha. Ooh. That was terrible. That was terrible. That was pretty good, I think. It was on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get many puns either. There's a couple, but no real good ones in this episode. Um, but he's like, have you had an AIDS test? That's like the least sexy thing you can say. Like, baby... Have you had an AIDS test? I mean, that doesn't even sound sexy. No, I don't think AIDS or HIV or any diseases can be sexy. No, but you know what? It does sort of, because again, this is like of a time, I guess like, well, I don't know. Like I'm married and have been in a relationship with my husband for like five years. So like that's never, hasn't really come up for me, but I guess like, Back then, people were talking about it because now, um, I don't know if everyone knows this, so can I say this? It's very managed. I know people who are HIV positive and they're undetectable. With medicine, it's actually now more like a chronic disease than like what it was back then. And if your partner has HIV, you can take medicine to not get it. So it had a larger stigma back in the day. Right. So serious, I know. I just no, no, but it's true. It's um, it can be not cured, but maintained, managed, managed, managed. Well, think of Charlie Sheen. Right, he's still sleeping with everyone. I forgot about that. Everyone forgets about Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Um, yeah. So she has never had one. Apparently, not surprised. (laughs) Because she's a busy girl. She's very – I mean, you have to schedule that in. You have to go to the doctor. You have to wait. I mean, like, you have to deal with New York City public transportation or a taxi. I mean, that could right. be, like, three hours of her day. Yeah. That she could be having sex. <laughs> yeah, she's too busy having sex to go get an AIDS test. But – so she has to decide. The irony. Yeah. <laughs> like, is he worth it for me to – but then she gets scared. But who wouldn't be? Yeah. If you've as much sex as she's had, I would be scared too. So, coffee shop scene, all four girls. Charlotte is in like wedding gown mode. She has a ma- four magazines with color coded post its, like a lunatic. <laughs> it's so, I mean, like, I. Okay, so before I was engaged, I would occasionally buy a magazine. And even then, I'm just like, should I be having? Like, there's something, I mean, they're really fun to read. But, like, that was a little bit intense. She'd have 100 Pinterest boards today. Right. And she would, like, they would be private, but she would share them with the other girls. That's how she would do it. Well, that's kind of, so she seemed, she had all these magazines, had done all this research. Didn't know what she wanted. But then... So Samantha's like, look, you need a stylist to do this for you. And that's when we finally meet Anthony. 
He's so, Mario Cantone is so, this is like <laughs> such a plum. Like there were so many classic scenes in this episode and I forgot they were all in the same episode. <laughs> yeah, the wedding dress scene. We can talk about it. So I think they go to what is supposed to be Kleinfeld, which if anyone has watched Say Yes to the Dress, it's that place. Because the set sort of looks like it. It has the same, like, gross carpet. I actually went to Kleinfeld's twice to get a wedding dress and did not get a dress there. And my reaction to everything was actually hated it. Everything they showed me was so bad or just, like, so slutty. I was like, can you just tell me where to rent, a defib- like, a defibrillator for the wedding <laughs> so in case someone has a heart attack when they see my boobs up to my chin while I walk down the aisle, no one dies. Like, that's how I felt the whole time I was there. <laughs> yeah. I Well, also, like, I don't see – I think – I feel like you have to try it on, right? Yeah, Can you, you really do. just look at them? Oh, I do. I mean, I looked at a lot. I think I tried on about 100 dresses. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even joking. Like, in retrospect, it's insanity. But, like, you have to really try on a lot. But for the sake of the show, I thought they did it really well. I thought it was funny how, like, he translated. Like, she would give her, him, like, Mario Cantone a look. Yeah. And he would just translate, like, hate it, hate it. What, what did he say? As I'm uh, screaming into the mic. He was like, no. Hate it, you know. Hate it, hate it. I mean, it was love great. the beadwork, though. <laughs> it was. It was. It was so well directed. Yeah, um, but then like, oh yeah, he was also like, "You're dragging." Oh my god, that was so funny. She was. <laughs> she was. And those are like you know thousand dollar dresses. I, oh, more, 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 more. <laughs> Ten thousand dollar dress at thirty thousand. I, I don't even say, know. I don't know. Kleinfeld, you can get a dress. When I was looking there, the inexpensive ones were about 3000 Okay. <clears throat> it could have been a th- – well, however much it was. Again, like I'm thinking, when was – when is that episode from? How many years ago? Uh, That was probably ago. 2001, 2002. Stop. Stop. No. It was that long ago? Yeah. That had to be early 2000s. Oh, my God. Well, they weren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't cheap. But then it's like – she comes out with this one, and she's just like, oh. It was this. very similar in a weird way to my wedding dress, actually. But I don't even think that's the one she actually wears. No. In her wedding. <laughs> so I was a little confused. It's, yeah. They hadn't gotten there yet. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't They didn't know yet. Um, but it was a beautiful dress. It was. It so was, if your dress was similar to that. It ooh. was similar. It had, like, different beadwork, but it was, like, a similar shape. Nice. Well, cool. Well, so yeah, she decides on her wedding dress. Um, and then, so Miranda's big storyline. The stupid sandwich. This was so dumb. This was just filler. I mean, it was funny, but I found it to be very filler, like filler in a sandwich. Well, I also, I definitely don't think we would have this scene in a show today. No. <laughs> it's like a guy. I mean, he was. He was sexually harassing her. I don't care if he was a sandwich. He was saying it, eat me. Mustard too. Hashtag mustard. That was terrible. That was the worst joke I've ever told. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was uh, he was saying it in a sexual manner. It, it was. It was. He was gross. He was gross. Like, also, like, of all the people. Okay, like, Miranda's a smart woman. She's attractive. She's a lawyer. What is turning you on about a dude in a – like, was she a secret furry? 
<laughs> like, is she, you know, like, really, it seems like an odd fetish for Miranda. I don't judge other people. Like, I, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum, as they say. But, like, that does seem like an odd fetish for her. Yeah. Oh, I think, it, well, she said, like, I think it's the fact that I can't see him. You know, like, the mysteriousness of who's in the sandwich. This is what happened before Tinder. Like, the the mystery was a sandwich guy. Now the mystery is, does he look like his photo? <laughs> Very S- true. Swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so eventually he, she does ask. Well, I didn't like the way she went in and told the She's manager. kind of a bitch. Yeah. He was like, he's a sandwich. Like, she didn't, he didn't <laughs> listen to her when she was telling the manager. I don't know what to tell you. He's a, like, yeah, he really just missed her. Yeah, I didn't like that. It was, they had really bad customer service at the sandwich shop. <laughs> blimpy. Yeah, blimpy. Um, obviously, like, one star Yelp review. <laughs> yeah. I was harassed by their sandwiches. The manager didn't care. Yeah. Does Blimpy still exist? I don't know. I they don't I, really eat sandwiches. They were all over in New York. I just don't know if I don't know. They still exist. I feel like they I feel like sandwiches have gone down in popularity. Yeah. What's popular now? I don't toast. Toast <laughs> like I mean, people go to Subway. I've only been to Subway once, and it was like an emergency. I thought I was going to die of starvation. And I'm like, I guess I'll have this. I'm not like a fast food person at all. That's good. But I do like large amount wine and cheese, which makes no sense to anyone not local. But they make like, you know, like prosciutto and like mozzarella tomato, like all that stuff on like a baguette. Oh, it's so good. That does sound good. It's so good. It's totally mm. worth the carbs. Okay. Maybe I'll go check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so then when we finally see the sandwich's face, I'm I'm not impressed. No. I wanted like a sexy – you know who like would have been perfect there had he not been later? Like Smith. Like I want like some sexy young model sandwich guy. Yeah. Like a Calvin Klein ad in a sandwich costume. This was like a dorky IT looking guy. This was like an extra that got upgraded to an under five. Well, that's the thing, though. I guarantee you he wasn't saying the eat me. That was definitely voiced in. That wasn't his voice. That didn't even sound like his voice. You're right. Yeah, that wasn't his voice. That was just some voiceover artist. This cost production an extra $125. (laughs) Or probably back then, probably like $80. $80. Like, like, but he got his SAG card for being a sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. Oh, I feel like I looked it up semi-recently. I can't remember what it was, though. Now I have to look this up. What is the sandwich model doing? I, I felt like he's not doing anything these days. Maybe he's, maybe he's just like making sandwiches for people. Like his life is com- like he didn't make it, and he's like, "I start as a sandwich. I'm going to finish as a sandwich." <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay, so talked about that. So Samantha goes. She decides to go get her HIV test, and I think her exam so dramatic. <laughs> Well, just just like the question questionnaire that the uh, nurse gives her, it's so funny, you know. Like, uh, do you do you swallow? That was so strange. I don't know why she would ask that question. I think that was just like really creative writing. 
yeah, I any Tessa, I I just what what would that matter? I mean, I think you can get okay, but it doesn't really <laughs> change the result. Like, it doesn't matter if you slept with one person or like eight hundred people. Like, if you like that's. Yeah, I don't know why maybe they need to ask them data, but it's not Planned Parenthood, so they wouldn't be doing that, right? Interesting. Well, it's funny scene, and uh, I'm counting. <laughs> that was a great this year? line. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, that actress uh, was in Orange Is the New Black. She was like in the first season. Wait, who was it? I forget her name. <laughs> probably should have written that down. It's okay. Um, but yeah, when I saw, when I, you know, after I saw Orange is the New Black and then I always rewatch these episodes, I was like, oh. I know they're always, every now and then, if you watch like Law and Order Special Victims Unit, you'll see every actress ever. Like every actor in the entire <laughs> world has been on that show. Either as like a victim or like a dead body yeah. or <laughs> something. Um, yes. Yeah, so then next scene, um, Aiden and Carrie... Uh, this is the first time we see Aiden in the whole episode. Um, they're just like having sex <laughs> and she's just getting annoyed. Feels a little guilty. Totally. A little dry down there, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> and he's doing his like, mm, mm. And she's like, ugh, stop it. It's annoying. And he has to like leave. I know. That was like me. And I kind of thought that she was like kind of a bitch to him. Like you can't cheat on someone and be a total bitch. Yeah. Well, you're right. She was being guilty. <laughs> she's feeling guilty. And she just, I think she was just disgusted with herself and taking it out on him. And he's like, you know, he has no idea what's going on. No. I never thought he was that smart. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, am I terrible? I, I was so happy she ended up with Big because it's like every girl's fantasy of like that total asshole. You have explicit on this, right? Because it's about yeah, sex. Yeah, I can yeah. be asshole. Okay, <laughs> just want to make sure. So you don't have to cut that out. Um, no, everyone wants their asshole to turn into their dream guy. Right. It's it's the fan. I mean, like I had a Mr. Big. He did turn out to be an asshole. <laughs> it did not work out with my Mr. Big. I feel like the majority of the time they do just stay the asshole. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, I've had a Mr. Big stayed the asshole. Maybe he turned into an Aiden for somebody else, but not for me. <laughs> my guy definitely did not turn into an Aiden. <laughs> my, my guy was not good with his hands. Like the probably the most Aiden like he can get is ordering furniture. <laughs> Like, that's it. Can he put it together, though? <laughs> you can pay someone to do it. <laughs> so no Ikea furniture? No. No, a very fancy Central Park West guy. He nice. was a total Mr. Big. Red wall? Not a red wall. No. No, he was, like, so way too sophisticated for that. Mm. Way more sophisticated than I am. It's probably one of the many reasons why it didn't work out. But it did work out with someone else. So well, I can't nice. complain. <laughs> that's nice. Um, yeah, so Aiden, I am proud of Aiden, though. He decides to leave. Like, obviously, like, he didn't try to, like. He's got balls. Stay. Yeah. Turns out. He was like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Even though it's probably, like, 3 a.m. That's a little, like, at that point, though, don't you just sleep over? Yeah, I would. But that's why I'm like, 
Yeah, it's 3 a.m. She's being weird. Leave. Get out of there. And it finally, like, it wakes her up like, oh, this is high-risk girlfriend behavior. Like, I probably shouldn't be acting like this. Yeah, if you don't want to get caught, don't be a jerk. Right. Be nice. Kind of a self-sabotager. Totally, because because she wants to get caught. She doesn't want to do this anymore. No. And then and, and she kind of does. <laughs> Wait, what? And then and then she does get caught at the end. So Well, yeah. Um Sorry, see. I've totally No, 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 no. We don't we don't actually have to go in order ever. <laughs> Just sometimes we do. Let's see. Uh Samantha. Oh yeah. We'll go back to Samantha real quick. Samantha, she's waiting for her results. And oh, oh they've so she's been told by Miranda that like you never want to get taken into the little room. Oh yeah. Because that's when they give you the bad news. And then you know, Samantha gets called for her results and realizes she's being taken into a tiny room and then passes out so dramatically. It was so dramatic, but it was kind of, it was so typical Samantha. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. She just, and like, and like she takes down trays with her, like things clash. And- yeah. Oh no. Like the set almost falls over. <laughs> like the world is coming to an end iPhone screen shatter had there been, like, iPhones back then. Yeah. But she's fine. She is good. She's fine. Um, the nurse just wanted to tell her to not be a slut. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> not really her business, but. Nope. Safe sex practices. Um, let's see. Yeah. So, Carrie and Big. Oh, yeah. So, Carrie and Big go to another hotel. Even though Carrie's supposed to be ending it. Yeah. And stopping, they still go to another hotel. Um, while Big is checking in, a Japanese businessman. <laughs> I think she's a hooker. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like she's she's like, oh, this is this is like a warning sign that everyone thinks I am a whore. Like I think I'm a whore. Randos think I'm a whore. Like, uh, Big obviously is treating me. Everyone thinks I'm a whore. She's like, shit, better, like, check in with myself. And then she runs into Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> oh, Charlotte. Sweet, Charlotte. sweet, darling Charlotte. But that's so awkward. And, like, Big's just kind of like, oh, yeah, we just kind of bumped into, each, into other. each other. In front of this, yeah, this holiday in here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we just thought we'd pop in this cheap hotel for a drink or something. We always <laughs> get drinks at the Holiday Inn in New York City, where there are nine million other hotels. Yeah. Um, yeah we're just always here. But that sucks. And so Carrie goes over to Charlotte's to kind of explain. <laughs> Charlotte is not having it. No. At all. And And it's true. It's like. Well, Carrie's like, oh, I'm not the other woman. And she's like, yeah. You're the other woman. You're not married to him. But I think in Carrie's mind, she still has the like, well, I had him first. So she's the other woman. That's kind of a good point. Except that he wouldn't have married someone else. Right. But but he did. He did. So now, unfortunately, she is the other woman. She doesn't get it until Charlotte's like, you don't think about her. And Carrie's like, oh, I think about her all the time. And Charlotte's like, no, you think about what would happen if yeah. to you if 
you got caught, not to her. So. And it then foreshadows a very dramatic scene. Yes. Um, well, let's, yeah, we can go ahead and talk about it. No, I keep like, I've totally, I've, Amanda ruins no, other think, people's podcasts. I think, no. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I, I think we're pretty much done. So we can wrap up all the girls' stories. Yeah. So Miranda, sandwich guy, you know, didn't work out. Filler, D storyline. Yeah, literally. He's a loser. Uh, Samantha doesn't have AIDS. Yay. Finally has sex with Tom Raimi. In a sex swing. Sex swing. Love that. And it, that was a great scene. Yes. A nice little thing at the end. And then it breaks. It was perfect timing. I always think about that, though. Like, he could have really hurt himself. Like, they cut that scene, like, after it fell, you know, and we're <laughs> thinking, like, oh, my, they just, you know, orgasm well, I, and whatever, but. What well, was in the silhouette, clearly it was stunt players. <laughs> I ruined the magic. Yeah, but I just, he yeah, really I know. hurt himself. No, you really could. Also, you have to have really high ceilings for a sex swing, I feel like. I also think it wouldn't, I don't think it really would have fallen. He would have had that thing like yeah. seriously bolted in. It was Fifty Shades of Grey before Fifty Shades of Grey was Fifty Shades of Grey. That's all, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, did the woman, E.L. James, did she see this and think like, oh, I could like, I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, but I just assume there's like a sex swing. I don't know why. Or read um, the book. I read the books. There's probably something close to it. I can't remember. <laughs> like just S&M things out in the open. Yeah. Like, oh, this is just a toy we have. I feel like, does Samantha have a pole at one point? I feel like she I would have so. a pole or something. I only know of like men in Hollywood that have poles in their house. <laughs> well, now kind of- like women do because it's like an exercise thing. Yeah. Oh, no. I used to do pole dancing at like Crunch in New York all the time. And I think I might have done it here. If you, It's really hard exercise. And climbing that pole is hard work. It's like murder on your thighs. I went to a, like an intro class once. Mm. It was fun. <laughs> I liked it. I was really into it for a while. And then I got bored of it. If you get bored of pole dancing, something's wrong with your life, I feel like. <laughs> like if that's not weird enough for you, like what's the next thing? I don't know. What I is the next thing? I don't remember what the next thing I was into was. Pilates? Who knows? <laughs> Pilates mixed with pole dancing and mixed with the – Pilates. Oh, Pilates. That Pilates. sounds pretty good. I would do that. Okay. So, sex swing. Charlotte, she gets her dress. Yay. Yay. You're perfect, Charlotte. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and then Carrie, who is supposed to be stopping this affair, oh, decides this to is go one last time uh, to Vic's one apartment. last time. Carrie, this is bad. This gets bad, bad, bad. But do you think it was supposed to be the last time? Because here's the the conversation know. they have. Though he's like, "Look, you don't want me to tell Natasha because you're still into Aiden," and I think Carrie does love Aiden. I don't think Carrie really believes that Big is going to leave Natasha for her. No, not in a million years. Also, like, she keeps up. I feel like there are a lot of men that want women. Like, I know someone, and he is married 
to like a Natasha. I actually don't know his wife, but he is like, <laughs> he's someone I used to date a long time ago. Okay. okay. And like, he, his wife is probably a Natasha. It's probably, it's a don't ask, don't tell situation. And like, he probably, she probably like goes to his things and appears better than like the women he actually sleeps with would appear. Right. It just makes life easy. Like, I get it. I understand. It's not excusable, but like, if people want to live their lives that way, I'm not going to judge them. Yeah. That much. <laughs> That much, maybe a little, a little bit. Um, I just can't believe they go to his house. Well, it's exciting. That's the thing. It's like Aiden is safe and a little bit boring, and there's something really exciting about Big because she doesn't feel defeated yet. Like, right. So I understand why she went. I know why wouldn't you just go to another hotel? But I mean, obviously, it had to set up the end. But well, Natasha was supposed to be out of town at the ham in the Hamptons. Right. Traffic wasn't that bad. Oh <laughs> uh, well, she came home early. Yeah, right? she took the jitney. Yes. Have you ever been on the jitney? Yeah, yeah, a million <laughs> times. It's uh the luxury liner is much nicer. I don't think it exists. Oh, no, it does still exist. My my in-laws uh, live in the Hamptons. So okay. I love it. I've been many times. But the Jitney, it's like it's not even that fancy. Like they make it like it's, it's a freaking bus. Like if you're really fancy, you get a helicopter or a private plane. But normal, like if you're visiting someone, you take the Jitney kind of. But like if you're like if you got like Mr. Big Bunny, why aren't you driving? That was kind of a stupid and even back then it was like that. Well, let me ask you this. So is okay, in previous episodes, they've taken the Jitney and they were like, "Oh, during the summer, it's like it's like summer camp. Like everybody gets yeah. on the Jitney and then goes to the Hampton. Is that what it's like at all? It it is. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of people. I mean, like people run into people on there, but it's not like super like some people keep so parking a car in New York City is like you can get a deal for five hundred a month. It's a fortune to park. The street parking's like a nightmare. Right. But, and, like, even back then, it was still, like, a fortune. So there are people that, like, keep their cars in the Hamptons, and then we'll jitney it back and forth. But it's not like it's super, it's literally, other than the Long Island Railroad, like, it's a really cheap way to go. Like, it's not that exciting. They have, like, nicer ones now, where, like, you pay, like, an extra $20, and I'll take those. But I was actually, it's so funny. Um, I was once on a Jenny where the driver went crazy and we had to stop and the police came. It was really bad. Like he was harassing this girl that it was like half full, not even, who had a bag. Like she took a whole row. She paid for one seat, but it was fine. The seat next door was empty. No one wanted to take it. So she put her bag there and he started to yell at her. And we were almost like held hostage. Like the guy was driving erratically. He stopped at a Starbucks. The police boarded. It was a nightmare. Oh, man. Did you ever make it? We did. We did make it. I have video footage of it somewhere. <laughs> I have to find it one of these days. Like, it was hilarious. Like, in retrospect, it was hilarious. And I, like, emailed the New York Post figuring this would be a great story, and they never got back to me. Ugh. Damn them. I feel like now, I mean, this was like maybe five years ago. I feel like t- this would have gone viral on Instagram had it happened like last summer. Right. The Jidney. It was nuts. So, yeah. So, 
they are at Big's house. Um, and he's he told her that, well, I'm going to call her Monday. And, and tell gonna, her. Of course he wasn't going to. Lies, lies, lies. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Um, but he leaves to go to work, I guess. And she just, like, stays and, like, chills out and, like, takes a shower, which I— Get out of there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would never have done that. I, like, no. Like, no. when he leaves, I leave. Like, I don't even, like, want to take a shower, like, after I have sex now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what she was thinking. So, yeah, so she's, like, there eating, like— Leftover Chinese food out of their fridge, and you know <laughs> Natasha comes in her underwear. Yeah, yeah. This, I, I don't know what I would have done. I guess what she did. Well, she chases. Carrie tries to go out the like a lot of apartments in New York, like pre-war apartments, have these like, have two entrances, like the entrance from the hallway and like kind of a fire exit, which can either lead to a back staircase sometimes or lead to like. Sort of a back hallway with like a garb, like a like a trash chute kind of thing. Right. So this obviously in perf- the perfect HBO world, it leads you open this door. There's a landing. She goes down these dark stairs. Um, Natasha's like Carrie, I see you, and she's like, oh shit. And then Natasha falls on her face and starts bleeding Ugh. everywhere. She just busts her face. Oh, it's so bad. Like when she looks up, I'm like, ugh. It's like really thick fake blood. Yeah. And then like Carrie pulls out some white handkerchief from somewhere. Which she just had. I mean, everyone has a handkerchief on them yeah. in their, you know, Fendi baguette. Of course. Um, and so, yeah, Carrie gets her to the cab. And it's funny because like I always notice Natasha gets in the back seat Carrie's trying to say, go take her to the nearest hospital. And I think Carrie tries to get in the backseat. And you can see Natasha's arm. I think she, like, locks the back, the door. Like, I don't think she wanted Carrie to come with her. I got the opposite impression. I thought she wanted her, like, to come to the hospital with her. But you're probably right in terms of, like, observations of people. I don't know. I just there, – there's this hand – if you watch it, her arm comes out and it looks like she's, like, you know – because back in the day, they had those uh, – the locks that stuck yeah, straight yeah. up. And it looked like, like she's, the not like – not automatic locks, yeah. Right. And she, like, puts it down with her hand. That's a good point. And so then Carrie – that forces Carrie to but get in the front But then why does seat. Carrie get in the front? Because I think she just realizes, like, she can't even talk. Like, she just wants to make sure that she she feels bad. Yeah, it's like, I don't understand why Carrie went with her. Like, I would not want Carrie. Like, well, she feels like it's her fault, right? So I mean, she just wants to is. make sure. I mean, yeah, it definitely is. But she just wants to make sure, like, she's okay. I mean, it's like, I can't tell if Carrie's being a good person here or a bad person. I mean, bad all the way, but. But she did, like. Okay, I felt like if Carrie were a really bad person, she would have just kept running down the stairs and she would have left well, her there breathing. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> but I, I guess, I mean, yeah, she was trying to redeem herself a little by getting her to the hospital. But I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know if there was an answer there whether she wanted her there or not. I don't know why she stayed at the hospital. That was a little bit... 
maybe because she wanted to talk to Big. Mm, yeah. And end it or just say, like, maybe part of her, I don't know, there's like a little part, it's like maybe she wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. I think she did. It was self-serving, but she wanted to do the right thing. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Big gets there and he's like, you know, what, is she okay? And, and he, then he says, like, thank you for being here. Yeah, that was weird. Like, that was a poorly delivered line. Yeah. They chose a bad take. Thank you for being here. And then I think he thinks that they're still going to be together. <laughs> yeah. And then you see, wait, and then you see automatic door swinging. <laughs> like that hospital door, like in or out, in or out. What's going to happen? And you have that like three and a half seconds of anticipation. Yeah. Of what's going to happen. Being distracted by this stupid automatic door. <laughs> and she's like, no, we're over. We're done. We're so over. <laughs> and and that's it. And then, no, and then she comes back to Aiden. Oh, that's and, right. And she can't look at herself. And she's like, he he's there and he's like, hey, I, I don't know. He did something nice for her. I can't remember what it was because I find him very irritating. <laughs> so I try not to watch him. And she's like... I have to wash my face, probably, like, and it's like, you can't look at yourself in the mirror, Carrie, can you? No. And then she does, and then she goes back to, like, being nice to Aiden. Yeah. And credits. And credits. Hey, everyone. There's more Cosmos on the way, but first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. All right, well, let's get into some segments. All right. So first up, good, big, bad, big. Bad big. So what do you think? This episode, do we have a good big or a bad big? Obviously bad. Yeah, definitely bad. I mean, that's it. (laughs) There's there's no, like, he had zero redeeming, even, like, when they were having sex at first, he was still, and, like, it was fine for her, he was still sort of, she's like, I have to put in my diaphragm, which, by the way, was, like, maybe the worst line ever written on Sex in the City. First of all, who still uses a diaphragm? Carrie, she does it all the time. It's so weird. It's I don't know if it's like a throwback or just like a bizarre choice they made for her. Like she's going to use it. I wouldn't know what one looks like. I think there's still people that wear diaphragms from the seventies. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of weird things out there. Like, she should try the sponge. Sponge is much better. Oh, the sponge. Sponge is amazing. That's right. Uh, yeah, there's also these like uh these like weird capsule things that are supposed to like you stick it in there and it's supposed to like kill the sperm. The sper- like a little spermicide capsule. Like yeah. the Tide Pod Tide Pods for your vagina, <laughs> but with spermicide. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. There's lots of weird stuff. Um but yeah. She's got to put her diaphragm in. Oh, also, I hate when he says, what are you saving it for, your boyfriend? Like, ugh, what a douche. So, yeah, bad big all the way. All right, next up, hottie of the week. Hottie of the week. All right, so who's our hottie of the week? What are our choices? There's big... Yeah. Um, he did look cute. A sandwich guy. Ugh. Tom Raimi. Not bad. 
Aiden. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, none of those people or have any... Actually, I was going to say, Tom Raimi at least encouraged her to get an STD test. He's the I, best person in this episode. <laughs> like, if you're going to think of, like, who gets the most karma points if we're doing it that way, it's Tom Raimi. I, and I think he's attractive. He's, he's very attractive. He's cute. Yeah, is it Tom Raimi? <laughs> it could be Tom Raimi. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, hottie of the week is Tom Raimi. So benevolent. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, seems like a... Oh, I, and I like their chemistry. He should have been on. Was he on more? Or no. was, was he on? They should have really made him a reoccurring. I think so. He was cool. Nice. Those writers really screwed up. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> Bring back Tom Raimi. Bring back Tom Raimi. Movie three. <laughs> Tom Raimi. All right, next up, let's discuss some crimes of fashion with who wore what, why. What? Why? Fashion. I kind of liked all of the outfits. Yeah, they were all like nothing crazy in this episode. I loved, like, I don't know what it is. I really love that people like make fun of me, but like in a weird way, my ideal fashion year was probably like 2010. Like mm. 2000 to 2010. And I know some of it's hideous. There's like an account, it's Dirty 2000s that has like all the old pictures of like Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lowe and all those. And it's like, I kind of like, I don't know why. It just makes me really happy. I liked her long skirt. Like her outfit could be worn today easily. Oh yeah. Well, I always, like, did she not have a shirt? Oh, she wasn't wearing, yeah. No, I think she had one and she didn't have time to put it back on. So she had this like hot pink bra with like a cute denim jacket and I live in denim jackets still. So like, I really liked her outfits. Yeah. Her makeup was not so much on point this episode, but I don't think that her makeup was ever super on point in the show. No. I, I liked her, um, that her hair... And sure. those Ray-Ban sunglasses oh, she wore. Oh, I do love those Ray-Ban. That's, that's kind of classic right there. Um, Charlotte, I was in this episode, Charlotte's little white t-shirt always sticks out to me. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, little t-shirt. You're wearing like a cute little t-shirt. Oh. Might they- be your thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Miranda, none of Miranda's outfits really stuck out Miranda to me. Miranda was never like a great dresser. Miranda never really had good style. No. I mean, never. it's not her fault. No, it's it's Patricia Fields' fault. Yeah. We're going to blame it on one person. It would be the costume designer. Totally, yeah. She had some... Patricia Field had some good ones, definitely. But. but Miranda's outfits are like an afterthought. Like, she probably did everyone else and was like, uh, tell to her assistant, like, uh, pick something from Miranda. <laughs> Something manly and boxy. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Next up is pun of the week. Pun of the week. So we didn't really. Nothing too punny there. Um, yeah, puns. Let's see. Did I underline anything? Oh, um, that's one fresh sandwich. Oh. <laughs> is that a pun? It is a pun. Okay. I always get confused on what is it a pun is. Is it a pun or is. a double entendre? Yeah, maybe it's that. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. 
All right, and finally we have You're Such A. You're such a... So now you have to decide which of the four girls did you most identify with in this episode. Oh, my God. I hate to say it. Wait, you go first. Oh. <laughs> um, in this episode, I think I have to say Carrie. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not judging. I would like to say Charlotte because, like, that's what I want. I want to have that mindset, but I I have kind of not been I've never dated a married man, but uh but I've you know I've I've been a cheater at one point. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> Does. But I you know, I ended it though, like with my Aiden. Like I ended it. <laughs> I get it though. Like I didn't keep going. Yeah. You know, it's hard, but I knew the right thing to do was to, like, just end it. Tell the truth, end it, go on our separate ways. And that's it. And I have never done it since. I was it was, I was young, stupid. Oh, my God. Like, who doesn't, though? Like, I don't know anyone that has not been in a relationship. Like, or at least, like, in college or in high school where, like, uh, maybe you made out with someone else. I mean, like, married, I'm super monogamous, but, like... Oh, yeah, I'm never married? Oh, no, stay away from... Me. Yeah, no, no, no. But And, like, I would never know that I'm now that I'm married, but, like, you know, had some fun in college. Say. Yeah, it was college. It doesn't even count in college. That's good. Now it I do- feel better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, like, I think, like... I don't want to say you should, but, like, if you're not in a serious relationship and you're – like, go experience life, you know? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just – It's okay. Killed yourself. I, she's a metal thing on the table and – No worries. Now you'll have to cut this out. Sorry. It's like, we'll probably keep it in. We'll probably keep it in. I don't know. I hate to say, like, I – Charlotte, like, I was obsessed with my wedding. I – like I said, I tried on 100 dresses. Um, it, that might be an understatement even. I tried on so many. I was, like, very picky. I was organized about things. I don't know if I had a folder. I definitely like a binder? I didn't have a binder. I know they do sell binders and they have, like, books. I probably should have done that. But I did have a lot of Pinterest boards. And there were people whose weddings really inspired me. And I definitely, like, bookmark their, um, what is it called? Something pretty. Um, there's this thing, oh my gosh, I can't think of what it is, but it's something pretty that like a bunch of weddings are on. It's a oh, website. I don't know. I haven't, I'm not Style me yet. pretty. That's what it's called. <laughs> like I had a lot of style me pretty, like bookmarked and, you know, the dress is like the hardest part. It's so hard to find it. Like when people say like they got a dress their second time, I'm like, what? I want to be you when I grow up. Like, I want to be able – I actually really wanted – I saved in college a photo of a wedding dress when a friend of mine got engaged. She never ended up marrying the guy. She was, like, <laughs> looking through it, and it was this blue, like, Reem Acura wedding dress, and it was so gorgeous. And I'm like, that's what I want to get married. And I actually called Reem Acura to see if I could potentially rent it from them because it was, like, an older dress at that point. Right. I tried so hard to track it down. I looked on every, like, tradesy and all. I couldn't find it. Aww. And then I wanted a black dress. Um, and then my mom said, I'm not paying for it. So that was out. So um, <laughs> I ended up with – I know this is fascinating to everyone. It is. Um, 
a Carolina Herrera wedding dress that was a runway sample because it was a lot less expensive and it didn't have anyone else's wedding karma on it. And it was handmade. It was basically one of a kind and um, no one else has it. So, yeah. That's super cool. It it was super. And it was similar to, it was like it had like a princess neckline like Charlotte's did, or at least in that episode, I remember the one she got married in. And it was like off white. It was, oh my God, I love that dress. I want to have it dyed and like made into something else because I want to wear it again. Yeah, you should totally do that. I know. It's on my list. It's when, you know what? My husband's a television writer. When he gets on a show and it gets nominated for an Emmy, that's when I'm going to do it. <laughs> nice. And then I'll wear that on the carpet. Cool. What color do you think? I'm thinking like blush. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty. Like blush or even like an ombre. I don't know. It was, it's just like, I can't let go of it. My mom's like, why don't you sell it? And I'm like, this is my wedding dress. I can't sell it. Yeah, don't sell your wedding dress. Yeah, my family is weird. What am I going to say? Yeah, I'm going to keep mine if it happens. Oh, it will. (laughs) It will. We'll see. (laughs) Um, All right, well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I also want to thank a few people that make the show possible. John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. Our amazing, wonderful guest, Amanda Lauren, Terrence Deutsch, our producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, go like, rate, subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow, helps us out. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from all of you. We'll catch you next week. Cheers, guys. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.